Hello and welcome to Football Scotland Daily, the podcast that brings you all the big news, analysis and debate Monday to Friday just in time for your daily commute. I'm Drew's Ball and it's a double header today with us myself and Gabby McKay. And on the pod today we're going to be looking at Ophir Marciano who's leaving Hibs and just a general talk about the state of goalkeeping in Scotland at the moment. Also as well we're looking ahead to the Scotland Women in the World Cup, it's almost upon us so we're just going to wee chat about that. And we're going to have another transfer roundup as we look at who's going where at what teams and we're going to possibly even squeeze in another one of Gabby's games. We're low on content, baby. Very low. Okay, so Offer Marciano, he's hinted at his departure for Hibs today as he feels he deserves a bigger club. Um, is he right? Um, what difference he made to Hibs this season and, and, and does he deserve more than he's got just now? It's hard to know if he's right. I mean, it's not, I'm not sure how much of a bigger club than Hibs he's going to get. I mean, what's he thinking? Is he thinking he's going to... I don't think he's going to go to Rangers or Celtic. I think, as we'll probably discuss later, they're quite well settled in that position. I don't think he's going to go to the English Premier League, maybe the English Championship. Uh, I guess that's what he means, but I think it's a, it's one of those uh, classic international break ones where a guy goes away with his national team and speaks to some local media and sort of maybe uh, goes a little bit off the chain. And I'm sure the, the old, uh, oh, it was mistranslated angle will be coming back when he when he returns to Easter Road. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what he's, uh, I'm not really sure what he's getting at there. Hibs are obviously a very big club. Uh, he's a good goalkeeper, but I'm not sure where he thinks he's going to go. No, definitely not. As, as you say, it is one of those sort of loss in translation things. You know what I mean, it's that I'm off the bigger club. You know, he's still a Hibs player. You know, he, he's still there, and he's, if, if he's saying he wants to go to a bigger club, it's not the smartest of moves for a start. He's probably going to say oh, that wasn't exactly it. But as you say, where is this bigger club that he will actually get to? I mean, he's, he's not going to Celtic Rangers. He's not going there. He's not Premiership. So somewhere in the Championship. You know what? Champ- a championship team is bigger than Hibs. It's you know, yeah, no, there's a kind of side. Them. Yeah, it's not that many of them, or it's a sideways move, really, yeah. or it's just more prestige and go down to England and not and not been in Edinburgh. Yeah, and I guess more money. Uh, yeah. Well, there is that. Yeah, there is that. So really, what he's saying is he's not. He doesn't deserve a bigger club. He deserves a bigger pay packet. Yeah, I mean, although I will say, you know, yesterday it was announced that uh, Gigi Buffon's leaving Paris Saint Germain. Saw that today. Marciano says he wants to leave Hibs. All I'm saying is, could we be seeing Buffon in Leith? Oh, wouldn't that be great? It wouldn't would be, be great. great? <laughs> I, I'd maybe start supporting Hibs just purely for that reason, <laughs> just, for, just for the sheer fun. Um, it'd be worth it just to see how annoyed other folk were. But no, sadly not. It, we're laughing about this, and I guarantee you tomorrow there'll probably be stories in the paper saying Buffon <laughs> Hibs. Nobody's quite sure where the story came from. We'll get lost in translation. It'll be a Football Scotland exclusive in China. <laughs> Buffon's going to Hibs. <laughs> totally, exactly. We're really desperate. So, yes, I mean, obviously, I mean, Marshall is a decent enough keeper. Um, he's been there a wee while. He's obviously spent his first half of this season injured, um, but his return to the team sort of came at a good time with sort of the heck and bottom revolution coming not long after it. Um, I mean, what difference he made to the team this season since he came back? I think uh, I've seen a lot of Hibs fans saying that they think that maybe in terms of raw potential, maybe Bogdan's a better goalkeeper, but he certainly he's a great shot stopper. You've seen his highlight reel this season. He's made some really great saves, and he'd probably say it's not a coincidence that. Hibs upturn in form sort of coincided with him coming back into the team. Uh, I remember I was at Easter Road for a, a game towards the end of the season and I thought it was a really impressive bit of goalkeeping. Uh, Jordan Jones went through for Kilmarnock and a lot of goalkeepers were kind of slid out, slid at his feet, but he stayed up, he made himself big and Jones sort of tried to chip him, expecting it to go down and it sort of, he just managed to get a hand to it. And it's one of those that doesn't look like that difficult to save, mm-hmm. but I think it, in a purely technical sense, like the goalkeeper's done everything right there and it's a save not a lot of goalkeepers would have made because they'd have panicked, they'd have gone to ground and uh, 
Yeah. So I think that that's I think that was in I think he's impressive in that regard. I think he's a good short stopper. I think he's got a good technical understanding of of the game. Uh, yeah. And I think he's obviously he's been at Hibs uh, is it three seasons now. 2017, I think it came. Yeah. So was it? So that's yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, uh-huh. yeah, got to that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I think that's the thing. I mean, obviously, I th- he's impressed me any time I've seen him. Um, I don't think he's obviously. You're not looking. I'm thinking, wow, he's world class or anything. But he's done a he's done a solid job. And obviously, you know, you can imagine possibly his head been sort of turning because he has played well, and it has coincided with his upturn in form. But that upturn in form obviously coincides with Paul Heckingbottom coming, obviously as well. Um, so that was obviously a factor, I think, and everything sort of come at the right time. So maybe that's given him a sort of impression that he's, you know. Yeah, more, too big for his boots or, more or, or his gloves, perhaps. Yes, indeed, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I'm going to look at other other keepers as well, because obviously, as he says, he's going to a bigger club. Um, if you're just talking purely in Scottish terms, um, bigger clubs than Hibs is just Celtic Rangers, really, because you'd probably say that Hearts and you know other sides are all kind of of a level sort of thing. Yeah, you've um, opened up an Edinburgh can of worms there. Yeah, I've got no dog in that hunt at all. It's all salt and sauce to me. So, <laughs> but yeah, obviously, I mean, Celtic and Rangers, both teams, eh, both have eh, not one but two um, solid keepers, really, um, in their lineup at the moment, eh, at least. So, I, I think there's very little chance of them even getting a, a second job there, I would say. Yeah, although, well, Fotheringham's leaving Rangers, but you'd think if, uh, yeah, if Marciano, if he thinks he wants to take a step up to a bigger club, he thinks he wants to leave Hibs, well, he's not going to do that to be a backup, is he? And I don't no, think there's any no. room for him at Celtic or Rangers. No, so. no, no, definitely not. And, and you, you, you are a backup. I mean, say, look at Rangers. You've got McGregor in there. Um, you're not shifting him no. whatsoever unless you're a referee. You know, he's going to be playing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, he is an exceptional goalkeeper. Do you know what I mean? For all these, you know, incidents or, or these things like that, he is, you know, a, a, a class keeper that would sort of walk into most teams, I think. Um, so you, you, you would never be displacing him unless he chose to leave. No, and I don't think that's likely to happen at his age. And no. yeah, I think I think the standard of goalkeepers in Scotland's actually probably higher than it's been for a while. You look at McGregor at Rangers, certainly. Well, particularly the first half of the season, he was outstanding. You know that Absolutely. run that they had to the group stages in the Europa League. I think Rangers fans would would agree that he was a huge part of that. He had some really crucial saves in Definitely. that. He actually had a couple of crucial saves for Scotland in the Nations League group, uh, winning that. You know, he, he was outstanding. And then you look at Scott Bain, he's come in at Celtic, second half of the season. Uh, just displaced Craig Gordon, never looked back. And Bain's a strange one, because I was never that impressed with him at Dundee. But since he's come in at Celtic, he's barely put a foot wrong. He's obviously kind of better on the deck, which is what Rodgers wanted. And Lennon's obviously continued with him. But I think even if you look at Livingston, you've got Liam Kelly, who is obviously... Uh, has decided he's going to leave. It looks like he's going to go to QPR in England, but he's been really good. Uh, Bachman at Kilmarnock was great. Um, yeah, I think the standard of goalkeeping in Scotland, uh, you know, Joe Lewis at Aberdeen's another one. Uh, I think a few years ago, you'd watch the kind of sports scene highlights and you'd see, you know, a lot of times, ah, could a goalkeeper have done better there, you know, <laughs> like almost every game. Whereas yeah. I think now, Certainly, the season that's just finished, I think the standard was really, really high. I think so. I totally agree. I mean, you're out through a list there, and every one of them are, are, are players who've been impressed with this season. I mean, you've watched like Backman, Lewis, all these sort of players taking even aside your McGregor's and your Baines, who I agree as well with, with Dundee. I didn't they see particularly anything that exciting with him. Um, and he's obviously came in and, and been exceptional, do you know what I mean? But across the board, I think maybe. You know, that's definitely added to the, the league being a lot more competitive this season um, because there's just been a much higher standard goalkeeping. It's, it's not been, 
you know, as easy for players to get past. Yeah, although on the other end of the scale, we've got poor Jack Hamilton at Dundee, <laughs> Flap Jack as they called him, <laughs> who I think started the season trying to dribble past a St Mirren player, falling over and giving away a goal, and then finished the season by conceding three goals to St Mirren, which were all his fault. So it was a nice little bookend <laughs> it was, for young Jack yeah. there. It all, it all came full circle for it him. It did, yeah. Yeah, yeah just and all came full circle and go home and cry. Yeah, the guy um, for St Mirren scored, I, th- I mean, he scored a hat-trick, so fair play to him. I think it's the worst hat-trick I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of grim. It's, just, it's grim letting three goals pass at the best of times, but I think if you know they're all your fault, yeah, exactly. Um, it's just, you know, it just feels like being back in the playground again, you know what I mean? Oh, as someone who is a terrible seven-a-side goalkeeper, I, I sympathise uh, with yeah, him, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, I'm, I'm not sure he'd displace me from my seven-a-side team. <laughs> well, you never know these days, you know what I mean? You, 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 <laughs> may, you may be getting a call-up to Dundee yourself. So, or more likely Falkirk, actually. Yeah. I think you're probably one of the last people in Scotland that's not played for Falkirk. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on uh, to um, Scotland uh, and a bigger picture. Obviously, Scotland women are out in France right now getting ready for the World Cup. It's an incredible achievement. Um, obviously, it's been 21 years uh, since the men's team were there. 90, was it 98? 98, 98 yeah, 21 years. years. Yeah, so that's why we're right and we don't count. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a long, long time and we've got a team there, but it's the women's team. Um, they're up against Japan, uh, mighty Argentina and all the enemy England themselves. They've got a lot more support now than they had even a few months ago. It seems to be building um, that last game at Hamden, a friendly against Jamaica, um, lowly Jamaica, which which apparently uh, was, was said a few times. They, they, their previous record was something like 4,500, it went up to 18,500 yeah. or something like that. That's a huge, huge change. Obviously, it was a lovely night. Um, obviously, SFA uh, brilliantly weren't letting a lot of folk in with their, with their things like that for a while. That was, seemed to be the story that ran away with the headlines for a bit, but they looked good. They played well. Um, they obviously they, they let a two you know silly goals back in, but they, 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 all the goals they scored were crackers. But then what you saw was uh, Aaron Cuthbert's goal, twenty yards out, absolute screamer. No, right. that was that was the goalie's fault, and it was also the defender's fault for not getting on top of it. And it just seemed again there was sort of some a lot of, a lot of words, a lot of voices just try to put it down or say it's not as good or not as this or that. And you just kind of think you know you know did you watch the the, the Premiership playoffs? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you watch that football? And did you watch that game? And uh, you know, is that what is it much worse than, than this sort of thing? No, I, I don't. I don't think it is. I mean, I think there's an attitude of some people that you know they're just determined to sneer at women's football. I mean, Jules, you and I have been on this podcast before, and we've both admitted that we don't know a huge amount about women's no. football, but <laughs> we've been learning a bit more about it recently with Scotland being in the World Cup because some would say that's our jobs. Um, <laughs> Crazy idea. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think. Yeah, the the standards good. Okay, it's not as fast as the men's game, definitely, no. but it's a it's a different kind of sport. That's what you expect, and I think there are some people who are just determined. You know, they see it as some sort of political correctness gone mad that people might be interested in women's football. Look, no one's forcing you to watch it, right? <laughs> what like watch it or don't? But there's no need for the kind of you know. Oh well, there, there's a great goal. Like what a strike that was. Well, it's the goalkeeper's fault. Yeah, it's rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's not. It doesn't make you sort of edgy or cool uber to, man yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so well, i'm too i'm too manly to watch women's football it's not real football like again, if you don't want to watch it you don't have to just don't talk about it then yeah do you yeah. know what i mean like yeah it's, it's kind of like the new game of thrones you know what i mean i've kind of like you know oh, i don't like you know women's football or the, the latest game of thrones you know what i mean yeah you're not in it there's tons of sports i'm not in it yeah like, tons i thought born you know i would never watch them in my years but having to tell everyone about it do you know what i mean yeah so well, it's, exactly. it's kind of weird do you know i mean ah, cricket cricket's rubbish yeah. You know, I don't like it. Why? This is rubbish. It's crap. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but there's a different, there's a different angle on it. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, if you're, you know, 
you know, you're remotely try and say you're remotely interested this kind of thing. Oh, you're only like it because of this or blah blah. Virtue signaling. Virtue signaling. Yeah, 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 the classic one. Uh huh, uh huh. It's just, it's just a ready. Do you know what I mean? And I can understand if folk don't want to watch it, and I can understand if folk do. And I think there's more folk getting involved in it and more interest in it. And you know, for what I've been watching recently, of late, do you know what I mean? I've seen things that I like better than a lot of turgid Scottish football that I've had to watch, or you watch casually, or away games that you've been watching your own team where you want to, you know bang your head off the wall because it's so torturous. Do you know what I mean? And then you watch that and you think, well, there's better bits in here. You know, And it's not all great. As you say, it's slow and there's different things, but it's certainly not universally just rubbish. And our game is great. Yeah, well, I mean? absolutely. And I think it's, you know, it's like if you watch uh, men's tennis or women's tennis, women's tennis is, is slower. Uh, they don't, uh-huh. you know, they don't hit the ball as hard, whatever. But people still watch it. They don't feel the need to sort of, well, some people I'm sure do, but they don't sort of feel the need to sneer at it, which I think there's a real... Among a certain uh, demographic of people, you know, the mm. your dad <laughs> your gra- da. demographic. Yeah. Uh, and I don't mean specifically anyone's dad, if yeah. people aren't familiar with your dad. Because oh. I know my dad listens to this and I don't want an angry text from. <laughs> totally. Uh, but, you know, you know, to sort of sneer at it, like, again, like it's political correctness gone mad. Like, like paying even the modicum of attention to the women's game. You know, we've got. I don't know, on the website now, what, uh, maybe three or four stories on the homepage about uh-huh. women's football. All yeah. the rest, when there's no men's football on, is about men's football. Yeah. But, you know, I'm sure that I'm sure that's more than a lot of places. And also, that'll be political correctness gone mad. Because, oh, totally. you know... It's, it's, if, if, you're virtue signaling soy boys, because yeah, you mentioned it. Exactly. And not, and not laughed at them. Yeah, because <laughs> if you, you know, if you've always... Uh, if you're a sort of middle-aged white man, then equality feels like oppression. Totally, exactly. I take it all away, face. The one thing, the one thing I would give them, which may be a slightly contentious point, is, and I'm not, I'm not saying about the goal the other night because I don't think they'll hear it a bit with that. I, I do often wonder, and people who uh, know about women's football, please write in and uh, correct me. Maybe should the goals be slightly smaller? And the only reason I say this, <sighs> no, but the only Continue. reason I say this is if you look at the men's game, right? The top goalkeepers in the men's game, you know, De Gea. Courtois, Buffon, all these guys, they're all six foot three or above, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, there ain't many women who are six foot three or above. And so I think that there's an argument to be made that maybe the goal should be smaller. Because I think a lot of times when people who aren't familiar with it watch it, they go, well, the goalkeepers are rubbish. And I don't think it is that they're rubbish. I think it's just possibly that the goals are much bigger compared to the, you know, the size of the players and it makes it look worse. This I'm fully expecting a barrage of emails, and look, I'm, I'm happy to be educated on this. But is there not an argument for making the goals like I don't know twenty percent smaller? I mean, it'd be easy enough to do. Surely you just set up. You know, I'm sure I'm wrong, but yeah, it's not a bad shout. It's not a bad shout. It kind of puts me in mind when you're a kid and you end up, you know, the primary school football team or these sort of things, and then you watch that, and the kids and the goals. Do you know what I mean? It's just like it's miles. Do you know what I mean? It's miles. There's certainly no diving at the corner to yeah. get a well placed, you know, save. But they take out the well, way. I think that's the thing they've tried to change recently. It kind of youth football that they mm-hmm. go, they let them develop a lot older before moving to an eleven uh-huh. a side yeah. pitch because yeah, I mean some kids i mean i'm sure there are some kids that are six foot at 14 but it is but yeah. not many of them if no. you're a 14 year old goalkeeper in a full-size goal then yeah. you know you're going to struggle yeah, yeah. just put it to the side or put it high and just, they're physically incapable of reaching it yeah exactly so, yeah. yeah so no i think that's not a bad point um feel free that was gaby that said that gaby mckay his name is so feel free to um suggest anything different football um, dinosaur gaby <laughs> football dinosaur gaby <laughs> mckay <laughs> with his attitudes yeah. So yep, so we think looking for a lovely ladies competition in Frag it's the Crag <laughs> Island next. 
Uh, but yeah, so obviously, I mean, we've got the World Cup though, and it, you know, it's the World Cup. You know, it's been that long since we were in it. I mean, you know, what age were you when Scotland last played in the World Cup? Uh, six. Six. There you go. So just about old enough to get a pint in a pub in Kilmarnock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at least you're all right there. Um, but probably when I had my first cigarette. <laughs> probably was. Probably was. Two's up. So, but the thing is, I mean, obviously, you know, it's a World Cup. They're playing Argentina, playing Japan, they're playing Argentina, and they're playing England. Um, I mean, surely that that should get a bit more something like that. Not not advocating, you know, we hate the English sort of thing like that. But there is the old rivalry. There is that sort of thing. Surely, you know, you know, we we cheer on two dogs in an eating race if one was Scottish, one was English. Surely. Oh yeah. You know I mean? oh, oh, absolutely. Like I would watch. I'd watch Scotland beat England at anything. Oh. I remember Scotland beat England at cricket once. I have never watched cricket in my life, and my English mate. Uh, message me to say Scotland are beating England at cricket. I put it on straight away. <laughs> I, I don't know the rules of cricket. Yeah, uh, I've never watched it before. But I was like, well, I'll watch Scotland win at that. I'd watch Scotland playing on the elephant polo. Yep, the World Ironing Championships. Yep. So yeah, and you know when it's a sport, when it's football. Okay, it's, it's women's football, which I again, as I've been honest about, I don't know much about. But you know, I'm interested in football. Uh-huh. Uh It's obviously a good team. There's good players in there. Lana Cleland plays for Fiorentina. Uh-huh. Aaron Cuthbert, who scored that better goal the other night. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely, I mean, they did lose 6-0 last time they played them, so there's the chance. But I will watch Scotland beat England at anything, and I'll be tuning in on Sunday, very much hoping to see that. Definitely, exactly. That's it. You'll you watch Scotland to play England at anything. Probably watch Scotland lose at England yeah. at anything, but, you know, you, you, you're there anyway, and you can, you can, you know, they're giving us back that hope, do you know what I mean, that we might be able to stuff England. At least given the opportunity to do it, do you know what I mean? So, uh, hopefully. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll be covering it, we'll be watching it, and we'll be learning more about it, and probably getting grief for it as well, so, you know. Yeah, you can you can ho- you can can hold our hands, listeners, as we uh, <laughs> wade through uh, learning about women's football as a couple of unreconstructed... <laughs> bozos. Bozos, yeah. <laughs> That's what we are. Okay, moving on, uh, we'll just have a wee look at the transfer roundup here as well. Um, Aribo, uh, if that is indeed how his name is pronounced... Um, I'm never quite sure. Um, Celtic and Rangers both appear to have been from, um, but it's sounding like Rangers have held talks with them, uh, where Celtic are just interested. Um, what do you think of the possibility of this fella? Well, uh, that that was the the news today. Was that he's uh, he's been linked with Celtic and Rangers in the past. I think uh, I think our own Adam made the joke. Uh, Neil and Stephen love him, so <laughs> that's why they're going for Aribo. Uh, ah, the wit. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the news this morning seems to be that Rangers have actually held talks with them, so I think they're obviously keen to get that one over the line. And it's one of those where if he signs for either club, one side will be going, ah, ah, ah we got this player, and the other side will be going, we never wanted him anyway. He was rubbish anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or, you know, we never wanted him. It was just uh, news made up to make us look bad or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, I can see I can see why, I mean, I can see why he'd want to go to either club. Southie, you're obviously going in a, a successful club that's won the league for eight years in a row. Uh, we're playing well at least in the preliminary stages possibly the group stages we'll see if they can get through four rounds but they'll be in the Champions League and if not the Europa League Rangers obviously will be in Europe as well huge club and as a young English midfielder you've got to imagine the prospect of working under Steven Gerrard would be attractive to him definitely absolutely you can't imagine why not Um, yeah a good move from either club really would be a good move for him I think um, we could do that. Uh, and obviously, uh, we've talked about him at length here, so we're not going to get him too much, I think. But uh, young Turnbull over at Motherwell, um, as we're looking at nine clubs are after him now. Nine. Yeah, well, I think it was Celtic plus nine, so I think it's oh, ten. Ten, there you go. Celtic Again, have obviously, the numbers. 
uh, Celtic obviously listened to the podcast because that was the thing this morning that they've now, after we said, just pay up just the money. Pay up. They've uh, that was this morning the news that they've like, officially made contact with Motherwell to sort of discuss a price for him. So they obviously listened to the podcast. Obviously, uh, hi Peter Lawwell, how are you? Uh, yeah, and I, I can't really think Southampton. There was like a load, load of English clubs involved. Um, yeah, but as we've said on the podcast, I'm going to go over again. Very good player, 19. You'd maybe like to see him stay at Motherwell, I think, if there are 10 clubs interested in him. At this stage, it looks unlikely. Yeah. Hopefully, they can get a good fee for him. Yeah, definitely. Hope Fingers crossed. Um, and finally, in the transfer roundup, um, Gary and Cletus Normbill uh, is on the verge of a three-year deal at Hearts. Um, what do you know about him, Gabby? Uh I don't know much about him. I know he played a trial game against Queen of the South and that he played for Dreams FC. And much like yesterday, we're short on content. So much like yesterday, I've come up with a game. Gabe's game. Based on... So he plays for Dreams FC. So much like... a fantastic name for a team. Yes. Much like yesterday, I'm going to read you the names of some Ghanaian teams. Some of them are real. Some of them are fake. It's not necessarily three and three, but there will be six. Right. Some of them are real. Some of them are fake. You have to guess which ones are which. Okay, I'll say uh, Dreams FC is a real one. Well, yeah, well, yeah, okay. You get that one for free because that's Ooh. what you Yeah. Okay, so, number one, Bazooka FC. Fantastic. Bazooka FC. Ghana? No, well... I'm, no, no, I'm saying it's Ghanaian team, I'm just thinking, so yeah. I'd say that's real. Yes, that is real. Ka-ching, see? Okay. It's the thinking that does it. Complex Stars of FCC. That's a glorious name. Um, It's got the whiff of Gaby McKay about it, though. No, that one was real, too. No way. Complex complex Stars of FCC. Fantastic. The FCC won't let me be, as Eminem once said. (laughs) Okay. What's so complex about them? Do they just think a lot? Uh, uh, Well, they're they're complex stars, maybe. People don't understand them enough. There's actually got the depth. Yeah, yeah, I think so. They read books and stuff. Yeah. Well, I thought maybe complex stars, maybe they're like a team of physicists and it's... Oh, that's possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Heskey Appreciation FC. Oh. See, there were two real ones, so that has to be fake, um, unfortunately, because that's hilarious. Yeah, that is fake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should have restructured that around, because otherwise uh, I would totally out for that. Possibly, possibly. Okay. Yep, yep. Uh, okay. Pure Joy FC. Brilliant. Um, I hope that's real. It is real. Pure Joy FC is a real team. That's a great team name. So okay. Some sort of uh, Hacienda. Yeah. <laughs> compilation tape. Yeah, well, from Hacienda compilation tapes to possible rappers, is this a real team? Senior Fresh FC. Fantastic. Sounds like some sort of jungle MC. Senior Fresh MC. Uh, Senior Fresh FC. FC, yeah. Senior Fresh FC. That's real. That is real. And final one. Police Machine FC. Police Machine FC. I'm hoping that's real as well, as a stormer. I'll give you half a point. That is a real team, but they're from Nigeria. Oh, you sneak. Now, the reason I did that is because... Now, people may have heard this story, but I think it's worth repeating if they haven't. Because this is something that happened in 2013. I think it's one of my favourite football stories ever. Please continue. So, top the top non-league division in Ghana... It's the last game of the season. Police Machine and Plateau United feeders are level on points going into the final game of the season. So they're both going for promotion here, right? So if both teams win, it'll come down to goal difference. Police Machine, they did their bit. 
They beat Bubba Yarrow FC 67-0. But Jules, sadly it wasn't enough because uh, Plateau United feeders absolutely spanked a Kerba FC 79-0. Oh my God. Yeah, uh, so feeders scored 71 times in the second half according to the BBC article I read and Police Machine 61 times. Police machine really need to up their corruption rate. They do. I mean, I like. I assume the games are played at the same time, but I, you know, I'd like to think that like police machine finished their game sixty-seven nil. Well, like, ah, well done, done Yeah, and then they're just back in the dressing room, and our radio comes in. They're like, "Wait, what? I think they got four minutes extra time. What? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> they got four minutes extra time, and they scored twelve goals in that time. <laughs> it puts that Celtic Rangers, you know, yeah. winning by winning you'll, by a goal. You'll be thing. pleased to know that both teams were denied promotion for that blatant match fixing. I think they might have done exactly. Did Chris Sutton accuse one of the teams of lying down? No, surprisingly, that one, Chris Sutton was like, no, it seems legit to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's totally mm. all right with that. He's totally fine with it. Who'd have thought a team called Police Machine would be a bit dodgy? Yeah, exactly. It's really weird, isn't yeah, it? It's really it strange. Is. We should welcome into SFA. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a place for a team like that in here. Okay, that's all for us here at Football Scotland for today. We'll be back tomorrow before 4pm, just in time to your daily work commute that little bit more bearable. You can get more of us on the Football Scotland website or on our social media channels on Facebook and Twitter at football underscore Scott. To ask a question or make a comment to us individually or just give us more ideas for more Gaby's games, you can get me at captain underscore howdy and Gaby on at Gaby McKay. Cheers a lot. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.